Yep, the young one, they lost. I'm Paul, I'm 53, and I can tell you now from the start, I'm highly blessed and highly favoured. I was born on what you call Taggers Bay on the Shore Road, the real Taggers Bay. Gallagher's factory was there. We lived in the wee street beside it. There's a wee church called St. Paul's Church of Ireland. Boy, did I detest it. We were all steps and stairs. We were all split up. I says, has to something matter in this. We attended every Sunday faithfully for years and years until we got to a certain age. One by one, we all left. We all went there. Different churches. I went to we Mission Hall in Shore Crescent on a three o'clock to four o'clock, and I went to night service seven to eight. And I got more to them than I did of the Church of Ireland. I'm not knocking Church of Ireland, but this one was dead. I've heard Pentecostals once, but I don't know. I left that. We were brought up in Elvis Presley as well. <laughs> don't ask me to sing now. <clears throat> My father was a a quiet man all week, but on a Saturday, he went like to go to the, the pubs. And I was his taxi driver. Every bar in the road knew my number. Come and get your dad, son. He's ready for home. He's me, thank goodness for that. My mother said the same. So every Saturday night, he had played Elvis gospel music. How great thy art. And there's an hour of one, I can't remember, spurt in the sky. Spurt in the sky, and he's sitting full. So I carried him up the bed most Saturday nights and put him in it. And that's what popped me off drink. I never touched it. I said, that's what that does. I don't want it. And then one Saturday night, he says, do you smoke some? And he says, no. He says, that's good. He says, try one of these. He smoked the Gallagher Blues. It's a couple of draws. Me and my brother was near. Knocked out. That put us off the cigarettes. Well, anyway... We went to a teddy boy club, yes, it was me and my brother. <laughs> we didn't hear where the teddy boy club was. Me and my brother, my best mate Stephen Bell, David Black, Stephen Black, there was eight of us, and we're all from one particular part of the road. So we had to go into town, Dewey Barry's, you know where it is, beside the clock. I know what he's thinking. There's bad women downstairs, but there's a teddy boy club upstairs. And we didn't drink. Well, I didn't drink, the rest of them drunk. But we had to run the gauntlet home. They found out we were from the other side. And the bus was at 11 o'clock. So, Gross with Teddy War gear on, skinheads chasing me, everybody chasing me, Catholics chasing us, because we knew fine right where we were going. Well, anyway, <laughs> one night I was coming home from the Crusaders Social Club. I don't drink now. I'm coming home half 12 at night. And Paul Cox drove up in his father's car, a big Ford Granada. And he says, Paul, do you want to go to Bangor? And I said, no, definitely not. We'll go in the bed. And he asked me again, he says, do you want to come to Bangor with us? And I says, no. And he says, who are you picking up? We had already two in the car. He said, we're going down to Shore Crescent to pick an fellow up. And I says, no, I'm not going. So I went to bed, Saturday night, Sunday morning, word came through. Paul Cox, the driver, bought his father's car. In an accident, one was killed. Now, that fella is not the same today. Obviously, he was the driver. So I thank God I never got in that car. Yeah. I went on home. Now, 1988, I met the, the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> my 
Marguerite. <laughs> told me to say that. <laughs> 1990, well, not much the firm, but in the 80s and the 90s, there was a lot of security work going on. So we, have, we were just married, and I says, we got a wee lovely note from the boss. Home from home, it says, three square meals a day. You know, signed up for it, great, extra hours. We were just married, excuse me, pay the mortgage. So I went down, first Christmas, the boys on the site obviously wanted to go out for dinner, so I went to my place in cash. So I was a driver because I didn't drink. There was another fellow who drove the R car. In them days, you had a wee ladder with you. You were stuck with security forces. You showed it. You had false plates in the car, and away you went. In a scale in town, you weren't ready to go in yourself. You had to take something with you. One stayed in the car, and one went into the shop. So we went to the cash this night. All the boys souped up, pulled a few out, put them in the car. So I was driving home. The R car was way on front. And it's just something told me, I said, there's somebody following me here. So I sped up, Ned sped up, and I slowed down, he slowed down. We got the Enniskillen town, I don't know why you know Enniskillen town. You go down past the cenotaph, there's a estate on your left, and there's an orby bit. So I jumped into the estate and out, and your mom came the other way. I remember his plane, I looked back in the mirror, and I seen a man on his car. Excuse me, but for God. So then the army camp told him, says, we'll search you Nothing happened. Go home, told Marguerite. And I'll tell you what I've done after that. Well, I, well, I will. I have to. <laughs> I applied for a personal weapon. I was on the my gun. And my family at home. And I told the police, well, the police advised me because of the security work we're doing. She says, tell them you have a, a safe in your house. That's where the gun goes. It's a safe. In the sure road. I had it on my pillow. <laughs> I slept with it on my pillow. And them two kids don't know. I don't know now. So as years went on, I kept it for about a year, maybe two. And I said to Marguerite, the Lord has kept me. So I put the gun back in. And my dom had a life. As I said, I've been blessed. Marguerite took Elbow first Christmas in hospital, some year that was. They were 23, and 10 years away, still. She was by 40, she'd need a transplant. She was 23, over her head. I know Marguerite was ill, but I was with her every step of the way. And the Lord was with us even more. I know she was on a diner. All I could do was pray. She was lying in the hospital. I had to go home because I had to go to work. But I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. And the answer came for the kidney. And it says, I swear, it was a, a match. I've got two daughters, two good looking ones. <laughs> I told her how many married her. She's only barred, tell you. And if God tarries, Emma gets one, I'll say the same to him. So I, I said at the start, I am blessed. I'm highly favoured. I would recommend the Christian life to anybody. I've heard it from a young age, didn't want to know. I got saved in the Ulster Hall in 1985. A, a man called Alec T came for the mission. There was no flashing lights. They just asked, would you want to put your hand up? And the hand went up. And ever since then, I haven't looked back. Every church I went to, I've worked. And I've worked 
in the secular. And the Lord is blessing you with health and strength and blessing you with the family of God.